The Every Other Saturday podcast contains strong language and Greg Stewart enthusiasm. Hello, what's happening, Troops? How are we doing? How are we doing? And we say Troops, obviously, um, because we've got a special guest on the episode tonight. Uh, Episode, what are we on, 15? I don't know, mate, I'm not keeping count. I think it is 15, Uh, mate. I think that last one you brought out was 14, I. Uh, so 15 would come after that, and that voice is obviously, uh, if you didn't know, uh, Lester Lindsay for the Armchair Pundits. Um, also, you can follow him on Twitter, of course, uh, at TA Pundits. Uh, they plug all the time, anytime they can. So, I uh, at TA Pundits. An absolutely uh, blown introduction there, mate. I wouldn't go as far as special guest. I think guest would just about cover it, but thanks very much. Uh, special, mate. You've had a thousand Twitter followers. What can I say? Sharply <laughs> went downhill right enough, but I we got there at one point. Uh, you're classed as a celebrity on this, this now, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I uh, welcome on to our listeners. Um, thanks for having me. Aye, thanks for having you. We're going to get a bit of a, a breakdown, a bit of analysis on how Hamilton are playing this season, what to expect to Hamilton, and then obviously a few general questions just about them in general and I know Lewis you've got a few questions for, for Alistair I do mate Hamilton. I do I, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated you just stuff aye aye mate let's go straight in here let's not okay. no worries so Hamilton why are why is Hamilton your football team mate why do you support Hamilton do you know mate it's actually it's a bit of a roundabout story right Um, I actually wasn't always a Hamilton fan okay. I used to be a Motherwell fan believe it or not oh man <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> um, so my dad, uh, my granddad, oh, pretty much all my family were Motherwell fans, right? So it was occasionally going to games. The first one I can remember was Motherwell Partick Thistle, but I, or I can't remember anything about the game. I just remember Partick Thistle Motherwell. That's pretty much all I can remember. Um, and then I moved in with my stepdad, who was a Hamilton fan. My stepbrother was a Hamilton fan, so we just started going to Hamilton games. Uh, we had lots of good memories. At, well, I say lots. Some good memories at Hamilton games. There's not that many. Uh, <laughs> So pretty much just through my stepdad, mate, going to the games and stuff, that's pretty much it. Good memories at Hamilton, aye. Aye. <laughs> that was the best game you've been here. last season. <laughs> no, I no, I I'll remember that one. Try to forget about it, but aye. David Moyo always sticks in the heat. <laughs> uh, I know, so I've seen, uh, what's your uh, favourite Hamilton game you've been to, like? Oh, um, just for the sheer limbs. It's got to be Hamilton Hibs playoff final at Easter Road. Going into it two 0 down. Jason Cummins, obviously an ex an ex bear, um, yeah, scored two goals. I believe it was his debut in the first leg, and in the second leg, he was that his debut? Eh? I think it was, mate. I think it was, it was either his debut. Or it was one of his first games. Uh, the second leg, we went through the cap and it was a horrible, horrible day. Just rain. Uh, obviously, already going two 0 down. We scored an early goal with Jason Scotland, an absolute hero of mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, of course. We scored in the 94th minute with Tony Andrew, uh, another hero of mine. Sadly ruined his reputation by going to St Mirren last season, though. <laughs> uh, and then the penalty shootout win in Easter Road. Uh, and then just having a day in the capital, having a bit of piss up and that. It was just pretty good, mate. Aye. Can't grumble, can't grumble at all. Uh, stayed in the division, like always, you know what I mean? No, that was when we came up. That one. That's yeah, when we came up. Jack, that. listen, mate. Pay no, attention. No, I, I forgot Habs went down and then we played... Uh, Hibs and Hearts that season, don't they? Aye, that's it. So we went up. Uh, we that season. The one we stayed up was Dundee United. But 
enough about Hamilton so, history. Uh, that, uh, so was that, but there's a bit obviously a bit of history on how Hamilton fans exist, you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> uh take taking away obviously for the upcoming game. Uh, we'll go right into sort of talking about Rangers in the first game. Uh, it happened was Rangers v like Poznan last Thursday. Uh, Rangers uh, coming out 1-0 victors in that game. Me and Lewis had a lot, obviously, to say about it, uh, just in private. But overall, Lewis, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm trying to stay calm, Jack, mate. I uh, don't really... No, I mean, I kind of complain. I'm not a Hamilton fan. This guy's not going to get to see European football. Well, I'm into My bike is a... Uh, the whole five spots and all that for Europa. Eh, I don't know, mate. It was just frustrating, I feel, but say one now victory was the main thing in it. I don't know, man. It was... Oh. was it it's one of the sort of poorer games we've played, but Aye. they did they did cause problems. I mean, I didn't think they would be as good as they were. They were kind of robust, kind of hard to break down, limited as to a few chances and that. Um Ended up, Morelos gets a big breakthrough off the bench. Uh, Jack, see, be honest with you, mate, right? See the top of my head, this game's no one. Do you know what's on my head right now, mate, is is the main thing with Edmondson and Jordan Jones, mate. Going to that whenever we can, mate. But, uh, all right, so uh, so we'll, get, we'll get away from the game in a minute. But, uh, Ali, do you see the game at all? The Poznan game, I mate, we watched it. Uh, me and Harmy. I thought, do you know what, like, Rangers this season for me, have been the best team in Scotland, right? There's no denying that. Their style of football, the way they're getting results, they're just, they seem to be the dominant force now, uh, which is all, it's been a while since Rangers have been that kind of force and it's good to see a change-up because from a neutral point of view in terms of the old firm, it's a bit boring seeing the same thing over and over again. Celtic winning, Celtic winning, Celtic winning, as I'm sure you can agree. Uh, yeah, of course. So it's good to actually see Rangers come back. Uh, well, if they'll see it out, we don't know. Obviously, they kind of started off well last season. Uh, but I think I think this game with Poznan, I think it was an interesting start because Poznan were right up for it and they were in Rangers' faces straight away. They weren't the, Rangers weren't used to that kind of approach because obviously teams in Scotland tend to sit back. Being a Hamilton fan, that's pretty much what we're used to seeing is just 10 <laughs> men behind the ball with a big lump. Up the pit. Yeah, pretty much every single team there. I were paused and pressed, and they, they made it difficult for Rangers. Uh, but I think that game it sums up quite nicely how the seasons went so far for Rangers, as they they kind of have that mark of a champion, if you will. That uh, Sir Alex Ferguson always said, uh, like a good team won't play well, but they'll still get the result. Uh, nah, I think that's that, something that's not really happened in previous seasons. You know what I mean, like, yeah, uh, we we wouldn't have got that goal. It would ended up you know, I was getting beat last season the season before you know I mean so it's, the team has came on a long way for where we started with Gerard, and you can clearly see obviously that shining through about now yeah I think that's larger down to the depth as well it's just the amount of choices that he has in each position I think the only issue I think Rangers could face is if there was a long term injury to Tavernier but I think the goal as well by Morelos the header it just summed up what kind of player he is Do you know it was the tenacity of it the Never said I attitude and he got his head in a dangerous area. There was a boot no far away from him as well, but he just he had eyes for the goal when he got it, so fair play to him. No. And then obviously puts his six points. Uh, ah, yeah, Jack, I've got enough question for you. Really? What you doing benching my boy? Never bench my boy, you hear me? Alfredo all day. Boy? My boy, Alfredo. All right, I've got many boys. Alfredo's <laughs> a total one. I was going to say, it was just going to be called the Every Hour Saturday, Lewis Denton, My Boy Podcast. Ah, that's, what it, that's what it should be called, mate. Oh, well, <laughs> But you so 
What for the game in Thursday? Aye. Ah, well, we'll get on to that, mate. We'll go on to that. Aye, no, we'll get on it. I know we'll get on it. I've got a lot to say about it, mate. Uh, so, obviously, happy uh, with the result. Most Can't really remember the game. We won the game. Not, not the really game. the performance, but job done. And then, obviously, the big talking point that comes out, uh, obviously, we played against Kelly, but apart from that, the two uh, COVID sort of rule breakers, if you will, uh, Edmondson and Jordan Jones. What's your views? <sighs> It's my views, mate. Um, I think it's time for these two playboys to be getting their little. Uh, no, I'm not, not going to talk about their wee toy soldiers. No, I just think they're uh, they just need to leave, mate. They need to be. I hope Gerard's kicked utter lumps out of them because I know I would. It's supposed to be boyhood Rangers fans. This is supposed to mean the world to them to play for this club. Doesn't really look that way. It just looks like they're just content with modelling that they're Rangers players and getting me birds. Doesn't seem like they're actually yeah. content. Generally, Edmondson especially. This guy has been given an opportunity by Gerard to come up and to play for you know what I mean. The biggest, the biggest team, one of the biggest teams in Scotland anyway between us and Celtic. But don't forget Hamilton. I, I sorry <laughs> mate. So <laughs> no, but I just I don't know man. Edmondson came for literally nowhere, and then Jordan Jones obviously at Kilmarnock, and uh, he's played well there apparently. I said to you, I've always had beef with him, even though I've been advocating for him to play recently. But when we signed him, he went back on loan to Kamalik and he scored against us. He's running to Steve Clark celebrating. Uh, that's what my dad just said to me about an hour ago. He's like, that's when his contract should have been wrapped up that day. Aye, that's, so, I remember <laughs> saying that. I remember saying that because that wouldn't have happened under Walter or MD. You know what I mean? That that really done my head in, man. That's when Gerard should have just went like, nah, that guy, what's he doing? Especially running yeah. to Steve Clark. You smelt his breath, mm. I've no smell Aye. but just on, in general, it's a bad look for not only the two players, but the it puts the club in a bad light. You don't want to be involved in these sort of issues. Um, but you're just obviously thankful that they weren't involved with any training because we were off on Monday, and Rangers sort of found out before they could return to training. Because my biggest problem with it is these two players report to training Tuesday having known they've went to a party but nobody else does and then they're, they've put everybody else at risk oh, games where they've had to have been cancelled and that puts the full Scottish season at risk so it's just like a big sort of fuck you to everybody Aye. like we can do what we want you know what I mean I just I, it doesn't agree I don't agree with it at all sorry man I was looking at his Instagram Jordan Jones right it's quite a weird profile um, but just when he's like showing up with a pen I remember everyone buzzing about that Oh, he means business and all that. Well, the only business it seems to he, he's wanted is with birds. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's he's not delivered at all for me personally. But when you go, big man. Uh, I no, I agree. With everything you've said, I think it's been pretty much bang on. Uh, I think since the second Jordan Jones signed with Rangers, it's even when I was that pre-contract. Was it pre-contract? Did they signing loan back? Yeah, he, he signed with the same day as Glenn Kamara did in pre-contracts, but we got Glenn Kamara. Uh, I think a few weeks after that, and he came in the summer. Aye, so like he signed the pre-contract, and then whilst they were still at Kilmarnock, tweeted out like WATP. I think everyone knows what that means. I mean, you're still at Kilmarnock; it's not a very sensible move. So he alienated himself. Then, then there was obviously the incident with him singing songs and stuff on a night out, but he posted on his story. Then there was that needless tackle against Bauer, and then there's this as well. It just seems to be a calamity after e- of error after error after error. It just it doesn't seem to like make like like um. Does it like making life easy for itself? 
know. He just he seems to be a troublemaker. Like just everywhere he goes. Obviously, you touched on his um, issue at Kilmarnock when he just signed for Rangers, and he's constantly been in and out, and then just nowhere to be seen. At a point uh, where Rangers get himself injured, obviously, in the from Derby, it just seems to me that he's wanting to show he's an, yeah, a Rangers player on Instagram and everything, but he's not actually willing to put the work in on the field I to want, show but, that he should be a player. He's not happy with the rights. It's an age-old dilemma, isn't it? He wants to respond to the... Sorry, but the I mean, let me, let me ask you a question, right? See, when you win the Premier League with Middlesbrough, do you really need to do it up here? <laughs> you win the second Premier Whatever, like the youth premiership with Middlesbrough. Red Jones, did they? Aye. Aye, I've been looking at him. I've been, I've been analysing this. There's team. a fact, I never knew. Aye. I think Edmonton's a lucky boy, by the way. Um, Aye. I think Defo's. Because Jordan Jones is such a. He's in the limelight quite a lot because of these mistakes that we've already highlighted. I think Edmonton's kind of going under the radar. But what I will say is, I think Rangers have dealt with this absolutely brilliantly. I think the idea that suspend him before they've came back. It's just a professional way to do it. Don't let it interfere with anybody else. These two, obviously, don't seem to be in Gerald's plans for the, the main part anyway, so don't let it have an effect on anybody else. Keep everyone safe. But I want to know how Rangers found out they were at a party. I was wondering if it was uh, Lee Wallace that maybe told them. It was Barking <laughs> Brander. <laughs> big, big Lee Wallace of grass, of course it was. Yeah, uh, it was Barking Brander, mate. <laughs> uh, but it just, it just doesn't... It's no sad with me. Obviously, we've seen the the ball and goal issue, the Aberdeen issue. You would think players would learn through these kind of mistakes. I mean, you look at teams like St Mirren that are getting absolutely ridden through, and Kilmarnock that can't even field teams because through no fault of the players, they're getting players positive with COVID, and then you get people that just out taking risks. It's needless. I know, but it's, it's, it's not even just with football, but is it the same way with high profile celebrities? You know what I mean? Like they, they're not take, nobody's taking it serious that are in the well-off positions. You know what I mean? Everyone like ourselves. You know what I mean? Who are just day by day. You know what I mean? We are taking it serious. You know what I mean? It's just these people that because they're on dole. You know what I mean? They think they can do what they want. You know what I mean? In a pandemic. You know what I mean? Yep. That's exactly it. And I, I to touch on you, obviously your point and all, Ali. It was really good for the club to obviously just make it known fast. They were. Suspended. I mean, no letting any mingling happen. So, I do still get the fancy headphones, but <laughs> the fact that, uh, and I, I reckon both of them will be either demoted to like youth squads and made to train up until in that squad until January time. Then they'll be shipped out. I can't really see their contracts being cut short right now, but see, Stevie Edmondson. I think personally, I think because he. I don't want to make excuses for his, like, his age or that. He should know better, obviously. But I reckon it'll be something with him maybe in January where he gets loaned out or something. Aye. But with Jones, I expect Jones to be done at Rangers. I think that'll be the case of both of them. I think they'll get loaned out until they can find an option for somewhere else for them to go. Because Edmondson, I've not seen a lot of him in Rangers. I think the only highlight I could see with Edmondson and Rangers is obviously that game against Leverkusen in the first leg. Nah, he scored for that one. You know, he's his own goal against Mullivan. as well. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a man average, isn't he? If he does something good, he does something shite to way out. Yeah, but he came into the, the team sort of um, before um, shut, the shutdown and that. Uh, done well when Holland and Matt were injured. They kept Katic out of the team anyway, so he was doing all right. He looked promising. He's still young. Um, he was in Gerard's plans if we needed him sort of this season. I thought he would probably go out and loan maybe because he's no really played at all but 
with us, there's really no way back for these players, in my opinion. That's always going to hang above their head if if they come back into a team at Rangers. I just don't see that happening. Aye, but that's what I'm on about. Look at the look at like with Jermaine Defoe. I seen somebody tweet as well that Defoe's not really in Gerard's plan, and he's still at home. You know what I mean? Being a professional. Nah, I and, seen he was on Instagram Live. Aye, that's what I was about to say. Simply you know I mean? best, no, no. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's, that's phenomenal. Aye, <laughs> some man. Uh, so it just it shows your class at the end of the day, like Jermaine Defoe, as you say, a senior player, and he's like he's being professional about all this situation, interacting with fans, and that it's just immaturity at the end of the day with these players. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, it's all for the birds, mate. It's all for the birds. <laughs> Jordan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving on, you obviously. I don't know about you, Lewis, but more positive issues uh, at the weekend. A winner win at Rugby Park. You you had some pretty strong views on this game, so I'm I'm interested to hear it. Well, I've calmed down for then. I've been angry since first day. You sure, mate? Uh, well, I have, hi. I've told you what, <laughs> mate, honestly, I just... <sighs> right, look, wait, for me, it was... I don't know, mate. I just, I don't. Can we just talk about what's coming up? I don't even want to talk about it, mate. Um, no, mate. Get it talked about. Go. I'm acting like you it's had, like, you had, you had some strong points. Well, no, I'm just, mate. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't get it out you then, right? Because I'm, I'm feeling a bit hurt here, right? See, so a Hamilton fan. See if we come away for any game with a one 0 win. That's a positive, right, for me. That's a win's what you're after. So I think with three points, I was about to say you're a Hamilton yeah. fan. I don't even want to. Hear. That's what I'm on about, Jack. We we have to think you're the less fortunate in the league. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what, what what is the points you're unhappy about? Well, obviously because it was a one 0 win. Like and Kilmarnock's looks a hard place to go. Rugby Park. I mean, you've seen Celtic give you this season lost three points. So it's three points that Celtic didn't get, and it's on an artificial pitch, which I know a lot of people don't like. So I think there's a lot of positives to draw from the game. But I just want to hear about your negatives. Are. Well, obviously the pitch is a negative for for myself. Obviously, uh, it's just it's the fact that we were. I know it's one of the wins you like. We should take. Well, I take it anyway. I'll take the win, obviously, but. Just the performance, like in general, for me, it wasn't it wasn't anywhere near good enough. You know what I mean? I don't know really what it was with any of them. I just think you know what I mean. Like Barisic was Jack. You know what I feel about Barisic. Um, I so I, I honestly don't understand this. Honestly, Listen, I think Barisic I is a top top quality fullback. Half of the shoes you wear there. I just <laughs> think Barisic <laughs> is. I mean, he's more like a baseball player every time. The ball comes to you, just hits it in the box. I, I mean, sometimes he needs the time on it to hit it. He's I got a one day left foot, though. I know he's got a one day left foot. I appreciate he has a good football, mate, but there's just something about the guy I don't like. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but no, I don't know, mate. See, you just think oh, you'll make me think about this performance again. Uh, I, I see, honestly, I'll, I'll give you my view on it. I thought he's Jack It was a pretty professional performance for Rangers, to be honest with you, because we've seen. I think the stats before the game have won four out of our five last visits at Rugby Park, right? We go there, we get an early goal, albeit a penalty. We've had a chance with Joe Rebo. We've not necessarily played as good as we have, but as Ali was saying, Rugby Park, you take three points if you can go there and win any day of the week, no matter how it's like, done. I, mean. I, I understand that, and I'm like, it's a big thing, me. But we've only really struggled there since Gerrard's walked in the door. Nah, we, we struggle there all the time. Just in general, no matter how well we are playing, we go to rugby park. It's our bogey. Team. I think I know. I know. Um, I thought with that free kick, we were about to score. To be honest with you, but 
I, I just don't agree with Tenger Eboff. I know you were saying, oh, because he's hanging for injury, but, but if he must, feel, he must feel, no, but he must feel comfortable to play the remainder of the game. We're needing more goals, clearly. I understand. But my opinion that. on that is Gerard's obviously looking at that game. Kilmarnock are growing in it. There's no, I know, three, I get it. Th- the three are up top. Joe Rebo's in the midfield, and he's not necessarily the most defensive in the midfield. I bet so he's he brings the most on Stephen Davis. He brings on Stephen Davis to shore up the middle of the park. I know, I get that. I understand. To make him. sure that we're fine in the middle of the park, we're not getting outrun. Because I thought they did come into it quite a bit. I only because half. we allowed them. Eh? But that was the, 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 they were always going to come into it because Rangers took their foot off a of gas. No, I know that, but we were. It's yeah, I get. You know what I mean? What did I say? Even Bambi was slipping in the first half. They almost scored because of that, did they know? I can't even remember off my top of my head. Did they know almost, almost scored because of Holland? Uh, it and was it. a chance, but I don't think it was really any threat to the keeper. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like you, you never know if they'd brought that, what's his name, Brophy Boy on before they did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Did he play the Aki time? Aki's just system, mate, aye. Went in a free to look. Oh, Jack, you took one of my questions away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know, mate. Listen, I get the... For me, when at the time I was angry, I was like, why is he bringing Aribo off and bringing Davis on? Looking back on it and we're clear ahead, I understand why he's done it. Same way, you know what I mean, just to sure the game up, I get that. But for me, it was like, let's go and get some more goals here, you know what I mean? But I understand it at the end of the day. Well, I think, I think we'd get the three points. Gerard, this season, he seems to be trying to kill games off early, get early goals and then see it out. And because of how good Rangers defence has been this season, like, I can't remember off the top of my head, but you haven't considered a lot of goals in the league at all. Uh, no, it's... Ah, yes, your defence has been nothing short of phenomenal. And you've played your big games like Hibs, Aberdeen, you've played everybody. You've done, we've done a full round of fixtures now and Rangers are sitting comfortable at the top of the league. I think it's nine points. Although there's two games in hand, right? But as but you always say, points in a bag are better than games in hand. But I think there seems to be some sort of trend with Gerald. Kill the game off early, see it out. Looking at that, Aye, it seems to looking at it, I mean, Celtic lost three points at that that exact ground, and that exact fixture, Kilmarnock away. Celtic lost three points. That's three points you have that they haven't got, so you have one over on them, if you know what I mean. Aye, so, 100%. The, the I just focus think... has to be the league table this year, surely, is getting that 55. Aye. So you've, you've got a step closer to that, even if it's a very, very small one, you've got that step and you've got that over them. Aye, I just think in all, in all seasons, we were there. Drew or lost that game. I mean, no, like, definitely. When I, when, I, when I was watching the when I was watching the game, sort of last eighty minutes, as you say, when they got that free kick, I'm like, right, they're going to score here, and then they're going to run out of park and score in the ninetieth minute or something like that, because that's me. Like, that happened two seasons ago. You know what I mean? Aye. I, but, I, I I'm fear when I go there. But no, well, you shouldn't be. But it, see every no. What I was going to say, I see when we're controlling a game. I said it to you the last time I know the defense. Um, seem to fall asleep like, a while ago Goldson or Bambi uh, Hollander uh, one of the two of them will fall asleep you know what I mean but I don't know what it is because we're in cu- cruise control or what have you but I just I don't know mate um, as I say like, we're delighted obviously we get, get the three points that's the main thing we don't need to look back on it we'll no take that um, I think it's just because we're set so much high standards this season I know that's what it is but see when the ma- even the manager's saying look I want more goals like I'm, he keeps saying that in like half his fucking interviews after the game, you know what I mean? I want more goals. Like, even the Celtic game, he was like, could have scored a lot more than, you know what I mean? Like, we should have. I think. I don't know. A good one. Because Goldson, I mean, me and Hammy on 
on our podcast, we talk about this all the time. Conor Goldson is, he's Mr. Reliable, right? He's Gerard's man, Mr. Reliable, for 80 minutes of a game. But you know that there's a 10 minute spell where he's going to just be absolutely rotten. Aye. That's all the issue with him. Like, Hollander, I think, is a great centre half. Uh, obviously, he's had like, his fair share of injuries when he's been at Rangers, but that aye, that 10 minutes, you can guarantee you're going to get, Stanley's going to get some change out of Conor Goldson. Uh, I think, Lewis, what you're saying, I like, I like what you're saying, like, you, you want Rangers to be more positive. I totally get that, because especially when you look at Kilmarnock's team, they're two, they're two main players, they're two biggest players, if you will, Kirk Broadfoot and Chris Buck, two guys who were Rangers players <laughs> a year ago, but that's aye. their main players. So, like, Rangers now should be so much better than that. But a 1-0 victory doesn't really show that, does it? No, it doesn't, mate. That's what I'm on about. It's... I don't know, man. It's just... To, to me, it shows the progress. That's what... No, it does show progress, mate. Four or whatever. It shows the progress. We can go there, do a job and hold on to a one goal. Sort of. I mean, but for the majority of the team, they were just sitting... Yeah? For the majority of the game, they were just sitting, waiting on us to attack, you know what I mean? The only time they really got... Really and I can, off the top of my head, remember, you know what I mean? Is when somebody would pass the ball, know the best, and they, they get a chance to go, you know what I mean, on the attack. I don't know. I just, I'm happy with one, mate. That's the main thing, you know what I mean? As you I, said. I'm happy with one, eh? Yeah. Uh, but obviously, it's just the, the high standards that have been set this season. We're always looking for that, just. Aye, we're always looking for more and more. All the time. It's, 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 it's the same as it, mate. I mean, I think we just need to remember that. You know what I mean? The main goal at the end of the season and getting three points, it doesn't matter how many we score as long as we win. That's the main thing for me. Aye. So it's also, I can't mind how many good games I've actually seen on an Astro Tough pitch. Ali, you'll be able to. None, mate. I've not seen a good game at Hamilton in about 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Highlight of the game, but the Rangers come up. Sorry, I'm just going to say this quickly. I think the highlight of that full game has got to be Stuart Finley's interview. With advertising board going down. I've not seen this. What happened? So uh, Stuart Finley's getting interviewed. No, obviously it was uh, the conditions of the game. The day, sorry, the day weren't very great. Windy, rainy. He's standing getting an interview with, uh, and the advertising board just blows air. Just falls to the it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, aye, Scottish football in a nutshell, as I say. Aye. But uh, we move on. As we always do, the games have come thick and fast. Uh, obviously, we put Kelly behind us now. It's three points at the end of the day. The focus turns to Benfica on Thursday night. Um, it's going to be a tough one, but I've just seen last night that they could beat 3 0 off Boa Vista away from home. Boa Vista, a team who's sat 13th in the league. Um, Ex Man Aye, Angel Gomez. Aye. Uh, Benfica obviously will be one of the Premier sort of teams in Portugal uh, we were obviously expecting a tough opponent I still am expecting a tough opponent because mm-hmm. they be 3-0 they'll have a lot to prove Aye, big them up. Well, there's yeah, only big been them four up. teams in Portugal that have won the top flight you've got Porto Sporting Benfica and Boa Vista so they're not as a minnow as you would think Boa Vista are actually a really good side aye really aye I, I, I don't even they 2001 I think it was mate aye oh, right, oh, right, okay. uh, I alright I never even knew that I thought they were just like Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hi. Uh, I'm, only, I'm only saying this because there was a ham <laughs> looking at the Pietro and the Boa Vista. 
<laughs> he was right. just a big Brazilian slash Italian centre back who just used to. It was for, for Hamilton fans. He was a license to print money. His odds were always like twenty eighty one for him to score. And he always popped up with a header. Absolutely <laughs> nah, good for it though. Um, aye, but Portuguese football we've seen plenty of at uh, Rangers the past few seasons with Porto Braga. Do you think this is an off team in the hit list? Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, so what are you expecting for the game? Obviously, it's the five to six kickoff, so we're on obviously early. Um, away from home, of course. Uh, away from home, in that nice sunny weather. I also like it. Greg Stewart will like it. Um, I expect of course, Greg Stewart. I know. Only Joe. Uh, I'm expecting a good game. A difficult game, but a good game. I'm expecting us to hopefully put a good shift in. Um, I mean, maybe a good shift. Ah, well, obviously, it'll be a good shift, mate. See what they get paid. Ah, 45 grand a week, Shane Duffy gets paid. Ah, I know, <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, you know, mate, uh, I don't know if you want to go into team lineups or not. Well, they've got a few danger men, obviously, to look at. They've, they're a strong team in general, but a few to pick out, obviously, that have been decent this season is Pizzi's always reliable. He's a good player. He gets a team of the season every year in FIFA. Aye. Uh, two centre-backs obviously we touched on in the first game uh, to look at obviously Vertonghen and Otamendi if Morelos does start the game that will be a interesting battle they're against those two I'm obviously they're, they're aging but they're world-class yeah? defenders they're aging but they're world-class I mean you look over Tottenham and Man City last year they are unreal so that's that's going to be one of the toughest tests I think just in general a, a Gerrard sort of Rangers team has faced Against day two, obviously they don't, as you're saying, aging but still top class. Um, they've also got Wald Schmidt. I know he played in the Bundesliga and that, but he's sort of their main attacker now, uh, scoring plenty of goals. And Darwin Nunes as well scored a hat trick in match day one of Europa League. So they've got plenty of outlets for for what's goals. What's that other boy's name? Uh, what's his name? Rafinha? Rafa. No, not Rafinha. What's it? Rafa. Aye, Rafa. Like Shrapen picked him, didn't he? <laughs> There's an R1 for you, exactly. You need so. to watch the left back as well, Wee Grimaldo. He's very, very. Oh, yeah, I, know. I think he's Is injured, he? actually. That's a, that's a good news for Rangers because he's, he's essentially Barisic with pace and ability to defend, if you know what I mean. Going ah, forward. Nah, seems, seems like a good player. He's used to offer so much of Enfrique, allows him to spread the pitch so wide. Uh, who would be your lineups, but I'm interested to hear what you would start with. So I put I put one up on the Twitter today, but it wasn't really the, the confirmed lineup. Uh, it was just sort of from my point of view. So Lewis, you can start with yours. Oh, I can start with mine. Thank you, Jack. Uh, it's probably McGregor, Tav, Goldson. He'll probably he might play that hangman boy. And I'd stick with Hollander. Um, as much as I don't like him, Barisic, uh, Jack, Kamara, and I Davis will probably play, won't he? I will. Yeah, I Davis will probably shift in there. Um, my boy Hadji, I feel it for him, um, but I don't know if he'll play this game. Barker, I'll go with Barker. I'll go with Kent and Morelos. Barker, Kent, Morelos up front. Aye. Um, similar, obviously, McGregor, Tav Goldson, the three love children, Stephen Gerrard. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with Balogun in the centre-back because I think he'll... Aye, that's what I'm doing. That rotation a lot. We play Holander, Balogun, Holander, Balogun. So I think Balogun will come in 
Barisic will start. I think uh, Ryan Jack, Kamara Davis, same as you. I think he'll sit out Scott Arfield and play more of a defensive sort of midfield. Ah, he scored in the, the best game I know of. Come on, look, he wasn't making his nah, usual he runs. Didn't, he, he didn't. He's, not, he's been off it for a few games, actually, Arfield. So yeah. I think he'll, he'll sit out of this one. And then, obviously, playing Jack Kamara gives the uh, more defensive stability, which I think we will need because naked hurt is just as quick, you know what I mean? Uh, that front three, I'm going to, I'm going to be keen on Ruth to lead the line, personally. Aye. Who's that for, uh, Jack? Why are you picking him for? I'm picking him because I see him doing sort of like a Roberto Firmino role for Liverpool. When I see him not as being an out-and-out number nine, but I see him dropping into areas and creating space for the two wingers, so I'm going to obviously put Kent. And I'm also going to pick Brandon Barker as well. Aye, Barker. There's, there's, there's just been something about bigger games that he's played Brandon Barker in for some reason. I think this will be one of them again. Uh, not played much football after the old fun game, but... I don't, I don't, I don't know. Let's go on to Ruth, mate. What? So, Ruth over Morelos, aye? Ruth over Morelos, aye. But it, it's another one that could just that could just be my opinion. I think nine times out of ten he's going to start um, Morelos anyway. But I, I think the the smart thing to do in this game is play uh, for a draw. Never. Obviously, go out, Never. obviously go out there. To, obviously go out there to win the game, but have enough. Oh, I go there to win the game. You don't for lose the game. No, mate. I'm going uh, to win. No, I would like to win too. Obviously, we go out there to win, but I'm just saying, with the midfield, with Roof, it gives us a lot of stability not to lose goals. I know. And also, is that there's enough going forward to score? Your lineups, I think. I think I think Roof will start. Uh, I think I think Barker will start tonight as well. Uh, I think the reason Barker starts the big games, I could, obviously I could be wrong here, right? But I think the reason Barker starts the big games is because Rangers have such a the, the fullbacks that you've got, they almost play like wing backs in a back four because the amount of freedom they're allowed in the league. But when it comes to a bigger game, I think Gerard maybe tells his fullbacks to focus a bit more on defending. So you look at the likes of Celtic, Barker starts, and I think it's because if you have Hadji or Arfield out there, they're not natural wide players. So Barker gives you the option of ha- like creating with and letting the midfield make runs in behind. No. I think though, if you start Kamara, Jack, and Davis, I struggle to see where the runs to midfield are going to come from. Mm. Nah, that's, I that's can maybe see Davis sitting out I, with. I, maybe, I, I maybe feel that Aribo I, I completely not like forgot about Joe. I'm not even going to lie. Aribo, I think, out of him and the rest of the midfield is the one more likely to start. Because he had obviously had a good game and I think maybe he took him off early in the commander game. He obviously keep him for this one. So I don't I, I think don't resting players uh, is going to be so much an issue but, because you had one like then it's Benfica no. and I hate to slag my own team but it's only Hamilton at the weekend. You don't like you could put Rangers could uh, put out a B team against Hamilton and still got his four 0 You know, um, that's sad but it's true. <laughs> I don't think resting players is going to be so much an issue. I think Ruth will start because the very for what I've seen him, he looks a very very clever forward. Uh, his runs know, are phenomenal. Is. Just uh, who was I was watching? Yeah, was it Ross County? Rangers Ross County, he's won 4 0 at home. Dundee United, Dundee United, it was. Aye, and Roof, oh, I watched Dundee the highlights United. of that over and over and over because it's the first time I'd seen Kimar Roof and I wanted to see what it was all about. But if you watch, it makes so, so late runs. It's his late runs that are absolutely brilliant. And he makes so much of them and it allows the fullbacks yeah. if they get up to even, because like, he draws wide a lot of the time. So it allows your fullbacks to invert as well and come inside. 
and just create such an overload for the centre half. I think that's going to be a massive factor. Uh, but it could easily be Morelos as well because the two of them are kind of that false nine type of player where they don't sit on a defender's shoulders. And another one that's through his name into the mix is Cedric Hitton after the weekend. You know what I mean? He had a, a real good show in his first I know, I don't know. Out in the right hand side, he, he done well, I thought. I done, he done all right, but uh, Jack, let's not pick him up for this game. Let's save him for Hamilton, eh? Cedric <laughs> Hitton at Hamilton. Hamilton. That's going to be the right. Uh, so, what's your predictions for this game, man? Um, Jack, I tell you this all the time. I don't do these. I know this is what I was going to say to you. I see after that Kamala game, first thing popped in my head. See if you say three 0 again. You've said three 0 for every game we've played this season. I'm sure either a three 0 or a two 0 I don't know whether you've seen Rangers scoring three goals for. But I, Jack, what are you going for? I'm no. I'm Should just back. going for a Rangers win, mate. I don't know if you're forgetting, mate, but we've won. Before obviously Kilmarnock and Blake Poznan, I think you've four two nils in a row. Aye, I know. I've been, I mate, listen, I forget, all right? I just you know we went. Right? You put how many past Hamilton? Uh, four as well, I think it was. Past Hamilton? No, it was two, I think. Two nil. Aye, it was two nil. Had you in. Aye, Tavenier got one of the Tavenier I'm sure. Yeah, I, I think know, Steve did. I don't know. Aye, yeah, but that was two nil. Right, well, we had really haven't been just blowing our teams up. Apart, but we've just we've got the goals and kind of want to both teams apart the quality you know I mean? for it. They could, they could do it. No. Um, I know I said a draw, but for me it's either going to be two one Rangers. I knew you were saying that. I knew you were. I, I do. Just see, say I, a Rangers I do win. See them win. Don't don't embarrass yourself. Just say a Rangers win. I'm not embarrassed. You've just went, you've just contradicted yourself. You just went for a draw and then you went ah two one Rangers. No, I said it could be a draw or I'll go to one Rangers. That's what my Rangers head speaking, but my football brain saying, right, That's one each. Going to be a, one each. I can't see it being one each, mate. I think it's going to be a tight, tight game. Seen Benfica are very be a, quick on the break. It'll be a tough one. And you're a player in Portugal. Portugal is never an easy place to go. Portugal is like a it's weird to Portuguese teams in Europe. It's almost like a fortress when you go to their stadium. So I think Benfica are a solid, solid unit as I spoke. They've got a number of good players. But Rangers defence as well, like, this is the thing, Rangers defence, like, you, I, I think Benfica will score a lot, but I don't know why, because Rangers defence is absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Like, Gerard's system seems to be working and taking full effect, but, like, they've obviously been like, great on a form, and Benfica could derail that, that's the issue, I think, so I think Rangers need to set up very, very clever in this game. I can see them being happy with a draw. I would be happy with a draw as well because seven points out of your first three games, you've still got three games to play. Surely that guarantees us um, the qualification in the next no. round, I would say. No, no, I agree with you, mate. But even though, we're, listen, look, our defence is solid and all that, as I'm saying, look, but we still have our moments, you know what I mean? Like Goldson, I think it was an Ovenston game, showed that like, he still had that little bit of... No, well, aye, the players don't need to be switched on from a defensive standpoint. You know what I mean, as I was saying, this team attack fast, so... Aye. Uh, the players will really need to be uh, switched on for that kind of oh, aspect of it. But also, you, you can't write off the defence. No. Um, I think it's... Hmm? No, apologies. No, sorry, mate. No, 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 it's all right, mate. No, on you go. I think sorry, against Benfica, you go. you're going to see pace and skill that you haven't seen since the later by a Leverkusen. This is possibly... They've got a good young team. Who are they... 
they're fearless. Do you know what I mean? This no, no, uh, Benfica team. I, I I think Rangers should be happy with a draw. I would I would personally be happy with a draw, I but just in that terms we've uh, if you get a draw, it stops you know Benfica I mean? getting the nine Still, and going three above you. But there's that old age old question if you set out for a draw, yeah, you're setting yourself for defeat, aren't you? Like you kinda need to go out and try and get the goal. But as it but yeah, we've said this, like I think we've said this four or five times already, Rangers score early. So if they get that early goal, it puts you in a good position. It's, I know it's like obviously bar the like Poznan game where they made it really tough for us to break through. Uh, Rangers have scored early in uh, a lot of the games. I've seen, well. I mean, uh, <laughs> aye, of course. Ah, you see that gift, obviously the the best gift ever, <laughs> uh, penalty to Rangers. So, don't know, man. You uh, these penalties, aren't we? Nah, no. Cavaniers just as good as Bruno Fernandes at them, but I know, but I'm gonna go. What are you watching here? Yeah, I'm with the internet. Who's just scored like? Uh, Madrid. Benzema. Oh, but, a, but a live uh, football. I know, player. Benzema at Tosser. Uh, so, uh, there you go. Uh, we'll look forward to that game at 5-6 on Thursday. But uh, hopefully we come out of there. Just a, a good performance, result. mate. That's what I'll take. Aye. Hopefully the, the boys do his pride over there. That's kind when of the deal just to saw us now, Jack, yeah? Aye, so obviously the guest on here, uh, Avid, Avid, Aki, <laughs> as we'll call him. <laughs> obviously we've played him at Ibrox uh, this season, we've already played them uh, early in the season, we won 2-0. Um, Ali, I just want to also, obviously, what's your view on Hamilton this season? I've not seen much of them bar that, uh, that game we played you at. Um, I can't even <laughs> it's the Fountain of Youth Stadium Stadium. I mean, so it's the F O Y S stadium. I think that will be. I think Hamilton have since came out and said because like it was been up for a while. The F O Y S stadium. All the Hamilton fans were like, surely they've not called that stadium twice. They've came out since and said it's the Fountain of Youth Services Stadium. But it seems more of a cover up job than anything else. Because I've seen it. I remember it called New Douglas Park. Super Well, we're a small club, mate. You need to kind of hoard your stadium out to get a bit of money, if you know what I mean. You need to kind of let your name on it. It's went downhill. As a Hamilton fan, it's always gone downhill. Until the last five games of the season, then it's absolutely fucking magic. We turn into Barcelona. Uh, if we need like, Hamilton needs <laughs> six points for a game, we get them. And the last, do you know what I mean? To stay up, that's just what happens. Uh, but we've we've took a three-one loss to Annan this season, which is the third time in recent memory that I can remember. Aye, aye, I've spoke to you a lot, but I narrowly scraped past air the following week. Um, it's it's been a tough season, mate. I think this I think this season the season we go down. Uh, yeah, mate. Even oh, the, the youth we're breeding through because we're just getting scudded all the time. It's we're conceding early goals, but then no seeing like it's, you can see the early it drops the confidence of the team. And we're three now down, four now down before the team actually start to kind of get any kind of fluidity in passing together. And by that point, it's too late. I mean, you look at Hibs, we're up three 0 against us. Then we score two, we miss a penalty. There's just no that belief that we can kind of take points for games like that. Uh, same St. Johnson, they went three 0 up. Then we looked yeah, like. Mount a comeback, two goals right before half time to make it three two, and you're thinking, right, this could be the day. 
Uh, Vincent Johnson came out and scored again to make it 4-2. We then score to go 4-3, and St. Johnson wrap it up with a crack and Craig Conway free kick to go 5-3 up. Uh, so I'm not up for the week at all. That was a good goal, that one. Uh, so how do you see, obviously, Hamilton setting up? Obviously, it's going to be a bit similar to everybody. In the I think it'll be a... 10 men behind the ball. It'll be a cleverly named back three that'll actually be a back five. You know how that kind of... Now Ross, Livingston, Hamilton are trying that this season. <laughs> they're playing my back three, but the wing backs are not wing backs. They are told stay on, stay back. Uh, so I think it will be a back. It's goalkeeper Ryan Fulton, um, who I think is actually a good goalkeeper. He gets a lot of time after Hamilton fans because he concedes a lot. But if you look at them at a short state of faces, I think he's got the second most saves in the league. Like the guy's got a tough job. The guy's got a really tough job, and he gets a lot of stick for the amount he concedes. But if it wasn't for him, we could have conceded three times that amount. Uh, Player you will know quite well, no. Lee Hodson. He'll probably start for it at right back. A guy, a guy I would rather forget, but... Uh, feel sorry for you, mate. He's no, actually one of the best we have, so that tells you where we are. Aye. Well, some, somebody <laughs> actually put up a, a tweet, right, uh, on my uh, normal page for like three years ago. We played Hearts at home. Uh, Tank Tavernier started the game at right back because there was actually a period in Rangers history where uh, fans were screaming, me included, for Lee Hodgson to play over well, Tavernier. Well, that's fair at the time, though, because I think Tavernier field. was suspect defensively. He's came on massively in the last two seasons. He has. And one of my tweets has came up saying, oh, why start to have play Hodgson? So, I, I don't have... I don't ever want to remember that name, Lee Hodgson, to be honest with you, because I can't fathom Aye, obviously we're uh, missing another player you don't know, which he's probably won't like as well. We're missing our main player in David Templeton. He's out until next year. No, oh, for fuck's sake, that guy's Aye, no, he's going to the, the, the treatment bed. Uh, but I think Hamilton will set up a 5-4-1 with Ogunpo up top five, and four, that David Moyle. For some reason, this season, Brian Rice seems to like him out of left mid, whatever reason that is, I'm not quite sure. I think maybe just because of the physicality of him, like play a ball lot they can get into the channel kind of thing. Yeah, uh, right. So I think we'll start two strikers, but one of them in the midfield. Our midfield hasn't been able to string a pass together. Right, that... Rangers' defence has been, as I said earlier, nothing shy of phenomenal. I think it will be one-way traffic because it's at Ibrox, isn't it as well? That's saying like, yeah, These Hamilton players, this is a, I would like to say a once in a lifetime opportunity for them to play in a stadium like that, but it's different without the fans into it. Uh, and I think that that's more positive. That is really different. I think that's nice. Like, I think that's more for Rangers than it is Hamilton. <laughs> because you look at last season, I don't know if he's ever watched them, right? I'm going to embarrass myself here, but Thogden. I did a match they vlog at the uh, Hamilton Rangers game him, last right? season when it was applauded for Gerard in eight minutes and then Hamilton obviously went on to win the game. Fuck knows how. I'll add that in. Fuck knows how I watched that game. Looks yeah, so it was an absolute shagger. But uh, I'm not quite sure how he won that. And the, the fans, the, the Rangers fans have a tendency to turn if it's not going the way they want. Uh, that because they expect, oh, they expect excellence and they don't get it, they're unhappy, which is fair enough because the team is a big fish in a wee pond. Aye, 100%. Aye, that, 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 that was a freak up. result. That kept that us one. up. Didn't see it coming at all. What about the points per game, aye? That, that, that game kept, kept us up, so. Very. See, that's a good point you just made there, mate, mm-hmm. but... That's why I was trying to get a point across to Jack about the weekend's game. Like, our team like, is 
so much better than um, like everyone else is in the league apart. You could say maybe apart from Celtic. That's why I started to get up across to you, Jack, mate. He's like, we shouldn't be stuck on the beat command like away from him, you know what I mean? We should be there, bam on them, you know what I mean? But it, it, and going back to that, it's not... It's I don't think we did struggle to beat command because for the majority of the game, though, I won now up, you know? The, 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 the game, the game, no, no, I know, we were all, we're all but... No, I know that, mate, but that's just what I'm saying, man. Like, as I said to Jack, like, our players are just head and shoulders, you know what I mean? And then... Just, I don't know. I go back to the game's happen. comfortable. There seems to be a drop off in the players, which aye, aye, the last drop off. Go too well, but I don't think you'll have the same problem this year with after the new year thing. I did. I think me and Jack have spoken about this a few times. I think the the worst thing that happened to Rangers last year was beating Celtic at Parkhead. As much as that's a great day and a great memory for for Rangers fans and players alike, it completely derailed the season. I would say it's Dubai, mate. I'd say it's just going to Dubai and just. Doing whatever you want to do, I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, trying more about this weekend's game. I, I, I'm, I've not got a lot to say because I think it will be an absolute thrashing. I, I can see you putting four or five parties. I, I, I couldn't just hear them, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a malfunction, but I couldn't hear anything for, for that sort of two minutes. Covid times, mate. Four feet of serious measures. Exactly. But uh, I can't even mind what I was talking about now. I, I, we were talking about the Kelly game and that, but uh, any standout players for you this season now at Hamilton? Obviously, it's been a pretty dismal season. Um, Aye, mate, because like, so the team's always shite, so there's something that's no shite every season. There's always one or two players that are no shite, so there are standouts. Uh, I've said I like Ryan Fulton. Uh, Haki Madoffin, who we got for Livingston on a free, came in as a right-back. He's kind of cemented himself as a first-choice for centre-back now. He's got a good few goals this season as well for corners and set pieces, which is something that Hamilton have missed for years as an aerial threat for set pieces. Kyle Monroe, young left back who came in, made his debut against Rangers when Scott McMahon gets sent off in the last game. Then the following week, mm-hmm. the winner against Livingston. Uh, and Noah Starman, but we signed the boy for down south, Tunde Ovalabi. I'd like to see more of him because uh, I'm guessing you do the same when Rangers sign a player. You go and look at him on YouTube. No, of course. So I'm Ganny's that one for the night. Usual. <laughs> so I've done that with this Tindu Olabi boy, and honestly, God, he looks like fucking Ronaldo in the, the videos you see him. Nah, who, who did he say he played with? <laughs> it was that team FC, but it was FC United City of Manchester. Right. But that's that's high quality for us, mate. That's like, that's a big signing for us. <laughs> right. Oh, mate, I, I feel it for you, mate. Uh, I feel it's, it good, you, like, it's, it's, it's good being a Hamilton fan, mate, because like, you don't have any expectations of winning the league title. Just whenever you get a win, that's brilliant. I know, but that's what I'm on about. It seems a lot more exciting when you support the kind of teams because you're just, you know what I mean? You just seem like you just enjoy the football. And the you're no moaning about, you know what I mean? Like myself here sitting here acting like it's the end of the world because we, the way we played against Kamal, like, you know what I mean? Like it just seems it's a lot more like, enjoyable. Know, it's you know not I mean? no enjoyable for the for the main part of it, but when you get a win, I. When you get five wins a season, it's brilliant, but other than that, it's pish. <laughs> no, but just even like the fact that you don't. Like the specifics of how you know like, where that lad came from, you know what I mean? And all that part, you know what I mean? When Ninja sign somebody, we just all just like flock to YouTube Aye. as you say for highlights, you know what I mean? I think every, I think every team's going to do that though. I mean, you look at that guy, Ab, I can't remember his name, is it Guy Abhamid or something that St. Johnson signed? Like again, the Israeli hitman looks brilliant in the highlights and St. Johnson fans are posting that around like mad. Like, he's not <laughs> no. Really... No, no. I, I was similar to, um, I think we signed Eros Gresda based off his YouTube highlights, to be honest with you. 
he was a fucking stinker of him anyway. Uh, so obviously it can do its wonders or it can just set you up for failure, you know what I mean? But if you're impressed with him, is he injured or set that now? Do you think he'll be involved? Tuned it, no, mate. I think it's just a case that down there, like, it's, I think it's it's not classed as non-league. I think United City, Manchester, they're in some they're in some level of that one million level pyramid in England. You know, there's so many leagues. Oh, league. So maybe national league or something. I'm not quite sure what league it is, but I think his fitness. I think that's really the main issue is just getting him up to the speed. Right. Of the league, you know, it's a physical league up here as well, as we all know. There's, you look at teams like Livingston and Ross County. They, they set up with big guys. They're not trying to play football. They're trying to break you. So can, can I take that rough and tumble with the game? Uh, but I'm interested to see him. Very interested. I don't think he'll start at the weekend. I think the weekend's going to be a very kind of damage limitation job. I think Brian Rice has got pressure on him as well. The pressure's been mounting on him for the past couple of weeks. Uh, so that brings me on to my next point, actually. What is your thoughts on Brian's, Brian Rice? I've got a lot of time for him, mate. Uh, I, love, I love listening to him after a game, even if it is a loss. Uh, he's a very passionate guy. I think I'll remember as the first game we played with him. Sorry, first game he was a manager after Martin Cannon left. Thank fuck. Um, <laughs> it was against Dundee. Dundee went 1-0 up and then we pulled it back to 1-0. And it felt like a win. Do you know that way sometimes it feels like a win? Like, no. a last-minute equaliser by Darren McKinnon, the ultimate shithouse, into Dundee United fans and then getting the get-up beat for the celebration. So it was just magic. Uh, but Brian Rice interview after it, like, he said, like, this is what I'm here to do. I want to put a smile on people's faces in the stand. This isn't just for the football team, it's for the full place of Hamilton, which is what kind of Hamilton's all about. It is having an impact on the community. So I like no. his philosophy of football. He played under Brian Clough in Nottingham Forest. So he's, right. I mate. So he's, like, he's got wow, good credentials and he's, he's got a good knowledge of the football game. And he's a lot of friends in football. Uh, I think the pressure's getting to him though, because he came out in the paper the other week saying about how he's no interested in keyboard warriors or Hamilton fans and stuff, which has tickled Hamilton fans the wrong way. And he's got a lot of bad press. I personally think if, if he goes, who's going to come in? Who's Hamilton going to put money on to be a manager? Because when Martin Cannon left, it was the same problem. I don't see any better coming in. So I don't see what getting rid of him actually sorts. I quite like Brian Rice. Yeah. Put yourself forward for the job, mate. Nah, nah, I'm good, man. Yeah. I couldn't handle that pressure. <laughs> just getting shouted at after 20 folk every week. <laughs> but Brian Rice, that is obviously a big point to make. We're in like, sort of COVID times and that. Teams are struggling for finances and that. Is Brian Rice obviously? What is that? Would that be the right decision removing him for the job? Because then, who are you realistically going to bring in at that point? Ah, that's it. You need to pay out his contract and bring somebody else in, and it costs it costs money. And Hamilton's a team that don't like spending money. Uh, we don't we, like we don't spend money on players either. Our team's always made up of free agents and youth players. So we, nice. um, who who was the actual last player he's paid a fee for? <sighs> You put me in the spot here. I can't remember if he paid a fee. This honestly, it's very, very rare. The last player I can actually remember hearing a fee for was Thomas Cherney in two thousand and eight. I'm sure we have bought players since then. Aye, but, but that's the one that comes to your head. That's the, that's the first one that comes to my head. Is Thomas Cherney two thousand and eight? And I mean, if you've not made a, a signing for two thousand and eight. I think it, like, Things... that was seventy thousand pound. I think we've spent, and it's also our biggest transfer ever. I think like. We will assign players, but just for such minute bits of money that you don't hear it, you just kind of assume it's a free agent because in the world of football, twenty thousand pound, it's nothing. Do you know what I mean? That's a, that's half a shade off his weekly wages. Aye, I know. <laughs> Aye, it's just when you look at us and all pure grumbling at oh, Kent's worth twenty million, not that, and then you're saying oh, 
20 grand a big fee you know what I mean I'm it's, it's, just, it's probably worth 20 million if that man <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's unreal to even sort of fathom that because we live in this sort of time obviously it was bad before when we were signing Kevin Kyle for free and that but uh, just now like, we're expecting like millions and millions for our players where it's still like, like the big gulf within the the rest of the league. I've seen an interesting start a few years ago, and I'm not wanting to mention, obviously, the other side of Glasgow too much on here. I feel like I have, but I'm really not meaning it. Um, there was a start, remember when PSG absolutely fucked Celtic in the Champions League? I can't remember the score, but they... Uh, 7-0, I think, was it? Uh, one of the ones, I a proper 7-0, and there was a lot of Celtic fans saying, oh, well, look at the money PSG spend, like, how are we ever meant to compete with that? Yeah, and interestingly enough, percentage-wise and ratio-wise, Celtic are closer to PSG than Hamilton are to Celtic and Rangers. So, so how are we meant to compete in a league we were absolutely naysay like we've no got the money and we're playing against teams that are get so much times the finance that's where I was out like against Rangers like last season we got that win it means so much to Hamilton fans nah, that's massive to even think about obviously from a Hamilton standpoint like going to Ibrox Ibrox being full at the time 1-0 win Rangers weren't the best being a form but I win against Rangers as I win against Rangers at the end of the day. That's it. And if that's keeping you use up at the end of the season, uh, aye, you'll need to say thanks to Stephen Gerrard for that. Because <laughs> he was obviously wearing these Brian Rice pyjamas, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, being a Hamilton fan is used. So, Rangers obviously, two of you is big Rangers men, right? Your, your biggest game of the season is Celtic and every time you play Celtic because that's your rival. Aye. But that, that's also who you're competing with. That's your main competition, you know. Like, so you're looking for league titles. It's Celtic that's going to be pushing you. You're looking for cups. It's Celtic that's going to be pushing you. Whereas a weird thing with a Hamilton fan is your rival kind of changes every season. Obviously, we have Motherwell, right? We don't like Motherwell, and that sticks. But for the longest time, Dundee for us was a bigger game than Motherwell because nah, we were always down or trying not to get relegated. So Dundee became more of a heated game. Now it's St. Mirren. It's, so when we get a win against Rangers, that's bigger than a win against Motherwell. It's a weird thing. Nah, imagine it. for you to hear. Nah, it's, it's crazy, obviously. It's, it's obviously good to get this insight as well because I wouldn't have thought about like, the majority of these things. I, I don't know about you. No, I wouldn't have thought about that at all, man. No, I wouldn't have thought about it at all, man. That's what I was on about. It's really interesting getting you on, man. It's like, it's the difference compared to me and Jack, you know what I mean? We're talking about European football, you're talking about. Oh, actually, you said something earlier on. I wanted to dig you up about it. You said I'll never see Hamilton in Europe. I actually seen Hamilton versus Basel in the under seventeen UEFA, UEFA league, whatever it was. You've done me, mate. You've done uh, me. But we'll obviously talk about how we see the game going in a minute. But for a Rangers standpoint, um, going into this game, obviously off a European night again, I think we'll make a lot of rotation in this game uh, I know no. you don't like that rotation you want a solid squad to go forward but I see at Hamilton we should be beating Hamilton no no no, no. So, Lewis, I mean, you, I've, I've listened to all your episodes right and if the squad's getting rotated then your boy Bassey's in so yeah it's me I don't think no I know that no I, well I feel played there but I don't I don't know mate Gerald's just I, I just I, I see him I a lot of changes I think you'll see the Debut of Bongani Zungu for the start as well. I'm trying to think of sort of fringe players that haven't been really employing a lot. Obviously, 
uh, Edmondson and Jones were the two of them. I can't hear my team lineup at the moment. Uh, go and use your team lineup, man. I just see, um, what's his name getting the game? What's that boy's name? I forgot his name. What's oh, that keeper resigned for Sunderland's name again? I, I think he might get a shout in there because he's been on a, he was alright, and then obviously McGregor came in and showed him who the big man is. Um, probably see him starting. I could maybe see B. Parson, maybe. No, Tav will uh, reg- play. Regardless of what rotation so happens, Tav plays every game. Uh, Tav does play every game. Same with Goldson, I know, mate. He uh, sort of plays every game. You're three there, obviously, minus the keeper. Uh, I, I, I could see McLaughlin coming in, but they three are always going to play. I think McLaughlin's got a large part to play. Cause I guess he should get a lot more respect than he actually does because at the start of the season, McLaughlin was solid in goal. Exactly, he's an armed no, goal. He's in, made any concede any goals really. That's man. it, mate. And it it means that McGregor when he comes in has to be flawless. I mean, Alan McGregor's a great keeper. We all know that. We've seen it for a number of years. But when McLaughlin put her in performances like he was, it made it hard for McGregor to get back in the team. So, what his defensive record goes down to how well John McLaughlin started this season. Because me and Lewis obviously talked about that. He, Lewis I wasn't really impressed with signing any John McLaughlin and start of the season. He was like, ah, kind of like a nothing signing. And then he comes in and he does a job. So. He's he's always there. He's always reliable. He's not he's not the first choice yet. But how many years does Al McGregor realistically have left? He's I mean, getting on a bit, isn't he? but he has a goalie. I mean, you see them playing the ages. Nah, I know he's he's still as good as he was. Exactly. You know, so. I, I don't know, mate. I can see maybe a couple. Of, I obviously see that boy making his debut. Aye. for the club. Um, he's an avid listener Aye. of the podcast. Every time Jack. I tag him on Instagram, man, he looks at it. <laughs> Is this you? Ah, he's doing good, man. Every every time I put up something and tag him, he's he's looking at it. So fair play to the boy. He knows what's best, eh? <laughs> uh, but uh, as you say, rotation Zungu get his debut. My team lineup: McLaughlin could be a shout in there. Tavernier, Goldson, uh, Hollander probably if Balogun plays in midweek. I I see Henry so, playing. That other boy played in Europe. Forgot his uh, name. Came from I see him playing. I I see him playing against that one. I don't know. It, it depends on who who plays in midweek. I think. Uh, no, I know. This is what I'm worried about. But this is. I don't know, mate. It's just this is exactly, a headache. Yeah, it, isn't I wouldn't like I to don't be. Know, just it's a chance to get a feel for boys and boys that haven't played because it's a training game, pretty much for these. Like, you you can. You really just have a strong enough bench that if even if Hamilton are one 0 up at some point, you can sub on the likes of Morelos, Defoe. Kent, Hadji, you can leave these players off for the start and probably still get a result, but the depth that you have, plus the, the introduction of the five subs this season, makes it a much different game as well. You can essentially change half your team. Aye, 100%. Aye. Um, as you say, my boy Bassey will play. You're damn right he will, <laughs> no, Jack. Don't disrespect that, lad. Honestly, this season so far. Nah. Um, I know he isn't, no. Should be a tricky one. I think Arfield, Zungu, Kamara, maybe. Arfield loves a goal against Hamilton. Yes. Nah, he does. I'm screaming at that. I against Hamilton, you can always assure it, man. Uh, so, the midfield, the only one that's stamped down for me is Zungu. I, I don't see any way that he doesn't play. Um, up front, leading the line, I'm really confident Jermaine Defoe starts this game. Aye. Uh, just for that point I made, obviously, we haven't been left out of Europe. He's been going to going to be used as sort of the number nine for these games against Hamilton, Ross County, St. Mern, and that. 
at home. So I see him starting up front. Out wide, um, I'd like to see Cedric Itton again. I'd like to see him up there. Um, and, and, um, Jack, I'm going go for, for a shocker in there, mate. I think <sighs> my boy Greg Stewart, please. The man, the math. Greg Stewart. Aye. He'll never get in a team like no matter whoever we're playing, man. No, no, we no, don't really. Just no, why is he still at Rangers? I know. I, I don't know. Maybe he'll come more in. Greg Stewart's very talented player in Scotland, and he's got a lot, a lot of skill. You've seen it at Dundee when he was there. He was top goal scorer in Dundee season yeah. when they came up until I think March. It was good when he was at Kilmarnock. He was. All right, yeah, Aberdeen. I think, but I think Greg Stewart's place as a mid-table team, like the likes of. I don't think he's. I don't think ah, he's got the consistency to cut it out of Rangers. I think that's just it. I think Greg Stewart's a good player. And he seems by all accounts yeah. a good professional, but he's just not quite at that level. Nah, he's he's became a meme on here as of late. Uh, but uh, just uh, I'd always kind of been in and out. He's been always been on the bench. He's never. I think he started two or three games. He's come on a sub appearance. I think he's he's got decent goals for Rangers actually. Hang about it. Because he came oh, on yeah, scored a couple right. against. It might have been Hibs or somewhere. I cannot remember. He started that game against Aberdeen where he scored. Uh, so he, he's done all right in terms of that. But I, I, I just. He started yeah. against Lincoln Redemps as well. Oh, mm-hmm. did he? I, I don't think I watched that game actually because I was that game first British team ever to beat them on uh, home soil. <laughs> Stuff you love to see. Exactly. I think I um, think you're buying on with the four shot. By the way, I think you've seen him against Livingston. I think because the four off. See, because he's not got the legs that he used to have, he's not going to run so deep that it costs you kind of that possession up front. Uh, he's also. But it's close control, second to none. I mean, you're playing a team who's going to most likely set out with a bank of five and a bank of four. He needs to stay be- between centre-backs and midfield. And his close control allows for the runs for midfield. I think you'll see Joe Rebo play in that game as well. Right. I think it'll be a Rebo, Ken, uh, and Defoe. Because the three of them will be very different. I, I, I take that. Yeah, I, uh, And on the flip side, I don't know if Brandon Barker doesn't he play... Midweek, you can see him, Haji, maybe. Who knows? Haji is a man I actually forgot about when I was going through that team line up there. I think Haji could start actually against Hamilton. I think Haji started um, against Hamilton is an absolute waste of player. He's, you could do it without him if you know what I mean. You're risking an injury on an artificial surface with a team full of hatchetmen. Yeah, well, that's it. I, don't, I don't know. It's I, I just don't, I don't see him starting um, in Europe. I mean, I, I don't really know Haji's place at the moment because obviously he came under a lot of criticism. Uh, midweek for his performance. No uh, for me, like, anyway. Like, he did for me, no for me anyway. because although he's getting assists and he's still ah, he's getting played out of position for me. Uh, I reckon his best position is where he played against Livingston in the middle. He's seen him creating. Uh, he assisted the goal for Aribo, of course. Uh, I'm I'm just wanting to see a lot more for Hadji because obviously the price tag comes in to play three and a half million. The name, um, at the end of the day, so I'm. I, but that's what he's thinking about at all, mate. That's what he's thinking about that at all. He's got to be. You know what I mean? I've never seen his dad kick a ball, obviously, like that, but, but he's got to be thinking about the price tag he's came here. You know what I mean? I don't know if his family's came with him or what have you, but he's probably here to sell, you know what I mean? You know, and then you see seen him, I don't know if you've seen it like, during the game Thursday, but I think him and Ruth both went for the same ball uh, and then I, Ruth's like, screaming at him. I'm like, listen, Ruth, you can't believe I, 
You've only been here for five ten, minutes, you wee dog. Because he's too down. right? So you play him centrally because he can go either side and he can spray a ball about. But he's also he's not the quickest. Like pace wise, he's quite slow. So I don't see why he gets played out wide because that's what he's no. the fastest players. It's out wide. So when he's against, I get if if that Grimaldo is fit for Benfica, right? I know that we're kind of past that section. But if Hadji starts out wide, right? He's not going to change it. He's not going to second by him. Nah, Brian Easton beats Hadji for best mate. That's how slow he is. I don't know about that. Ten years ago. <laughs> oh no, Hadji. For me, I don't know, but as he's a young guy, you know what I mean. I don't know how he's just not get any pace. Nah, but just he's a young guy doesn't mean he has to get no pace mate. on him. You yeah. seen me run, Jack? I have. Uh, you seen me run? Sprint on you, I must say. Ah, yeah, but in terms of that. Should be pretty comfortable for Rangers, no matter who plays the game, in my opinion. Um, although it may be hard for you to hear that, Ali, but nah. I reckon this is our game. He actually starts scoring, starts scoring goals. Um, I'm going five nothing Rangers. I know, I know, you're just going to say you may uh, Rangers win, but. <laughs> I'm not going to say just Rangers win. I'm not just going to say Rangers win, mate. Because I don't like to predict score lines, mate. That's yeah, a piece of Um <laughs> So, Ali, how do you see the game going, obviously, from a Hamilton point of view? Right, contrary to everything that I've said in the podcast so far about Hamilton, you can never write us off. Right? It's a game of football. It's 11 v 11. Rangers are by far the better team, right? You can never completely write Hamilton off because when we get wrote off, that's when we become better. Like, remember the... the thing Tavernier said last year about we prefer being underdogs. That's the case for Hamilton. Mm. We prefer like people expecting nothing because then we've nothing to lose. I do think Rangers are going to win. I'm just saying bear in mind don't write us off completely. But I think Rangers will see it out comfortably. I think a four one. I think we've got a goal in there. We think so Hamilton scoring the um, the fourth goal in the Rangers. I, I think it's going to be an absolute just disaster of a goal, like a corner that comes in, it hits half goals and it hits half the bar, then it hits half Hakim Adolphin's arse and ends up in. It's that the only way. To <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, 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 it's a game. No, I can't yeah. see. I, they've came before. They've beat us. You know what I mean. But just the way the way Rangers are this season, different not sort of animal. Not conceding any goals really I against don't... anybody. I, th- I, I will limit Hamilton's chances uh, a lot. Rightfully so, mate. We don't create a lot. And we leave ourselves open the back. But Hamilton are really, really prone to conceding early goals and Rangers seem to score them. So I think if, if Hamilton can get through the first 15-20 minutes, which is a massive ask in this game, then I think we leave ourselves a good opportunity. Because, uh, as you say, Rangers do start yep. fast. They start fast. Especially at home and all. Uh, so Rangers, they really could be out of sight within the first sort of half an hour. But I'll, I'll commend, obviously, Hamilton if they can get by that stage. You know what I mean? Because a lot of teams have not really been able to do it. Celtic. Aye, the, longer, the longer the game stays now, now, the better that suits Hamilton. That's, the, yeah, that's right. I think, what needs to be drilled into the players. So, so what are you going for your score prediction? Are you going optimistic? Ah, I'll go 4-1 Rangers. 4-1 Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Um, so I, I don't know if that's all we've got to talk about today, lads. But yeah, no, mate, no, no. I thought we should talk about my boy, I know Andy Halliday. No, I actually got the Scottish Cup, obviously. Uh, getting played out, Andy Halliday. Um, happy for the guy, you know what I mean. 
Uh, I didn't see the game, but I was looking at a lot of the TA pundits' tweets. Uh, it. It, it seemed seemed pretty uh, interesting. <laughs> Missed really. penalties, penalties. There was everything on it. Uh, Andy Halliday, a fun fact about him: he's the first ever player to get knocked out of a Scottish Cup uh, quarter final and reach the final in the same tournament. <laughs> that's that's one for the pub quiz. Exactly. Aye, so I because I seen that it was extra time or something. Uh, Nisbet missed the penalty. A, a guy who, even in a Rangers podcast, I do talk up. I rate him yep, quite highly. Yeah, I rate my all, mate. I rate my all, mate. After you going on about him, I do think it's a shame he's not going to be in the Scotland I, squad. I think, think it's only about the day, day. I think it was. Aye, but he's better than that. All in. We'll, we'll go on to the Scotland in a minute, and I'll just turn it off. But uh, when does the Scottish Cup final even get played? Is it? Is that one? Twenty fifth December. It's an odd, it's an odd game on the calendar. Obviously, Aberdeen folding like a like a deck of cards. Uh, once again, to say like it's a, a moment, I'm a, a, a brilliant so for Ryan Christie. I must say it was a great goal. Uh, Both goals very well played. Ah, it's done what Rangers have been doing all season. But so uh, we spoke. I spoke about this last week. Um, how Rangers and Celtic the difference between them this season. I think this is pretty much. The, the key difference is Rangers get a goal and see a game out Celtic get a goal and then invite on pressure that's the difference Rangers yeah, play football and hold the ball guy. Celtic seem to have a panic about them which they've not had in the past I know I don't know if, if that's just really this season I don't I don't understand where that's came from it's never because, been done before yeah, it's obviously it seems to be impacting them more than it does Rangers at the moment because Rangers they really need to just get the job done where the Celtic have got that monkey in their back well right we need to win the league it's both teams are in the same sort of sort of ask this season but they've got it or we could be 10 in a row you know what I mean it's it is taking its toll on them but they might be back to form now a uh, strong win in a semi-final that's if, if, if that can't turn your season I don't know what will exactly and then as we were saying the other Scotland squad came out today I'm not really the biggest Scotland fan. I don't really bother with international football, but I'm interested, obviously, to see the, the squad. Lee Griffiths was called up again. I saw Ali. I think that's a that? mental one. I think that is just typical Scottish football. League, I think Lee Griffiths is a phenomenal player. Don't get me wrong. Lee Griffiths is a, on his day, he's unplayable, right? On his day, he's one of the best strikers in this league, if not the best, right? Um, but mm-hmm. when you've got Kevin Nisbet, a young lad who's on form and scoring goals for fun, and it's not just like he's scoring the same goal, he's scoring a variety of headers, goals to range, goals inside the box, right foot, left foot, he's scoring, he's shown himself to be an absolutely brilliant player. And I don't like get with the thought process of bringing in Lee Griffiths, who's not even had 90 minutes yet. He's had a cameo against Rangers, uh, Aberdeen at the weekend. Did he play at the weekend? Uh, I think he, I don't know if he started. He started, he, played, he came on and then obviously came on and scored against St. Johnson. So he's mm-hmm. coming on and scoring, right? That's, that's all very well and good. But you get Kevin Nisbet, who's played near enough every minute of this league campaign so far and done it well. Yeah, he's, he is, he's still the top scorer in the league, eh? Yeah, him or Lewis Ferguson, mate. It's one of the two. Yeah. Another next argument. See, I'm, I'm with you with the bringing the young lad that used to are raving on about. The thing with Griffiths for me is like, I agree, obviously he's not the thing with his fitness and all that part, but I just think he's one of the players that 
if he's fit, he's worth the risk. You know what I mean? Like, just bring him along. Compared to that boy for Sheffield, mate, I just think he is woeful, man. I don't Big even. Stunch, boy. I, I just don't rate me, Burnley, mate. I think he's a waste. I just, I, I don't, I don't honestly, mate. I couldn't care less, mate. He's supposed to be a Leeds fan and on on that part. I don't yeah, care. No. He's, he's honestly, he's a waste. Yeah, he's jersey, honestly, Scotland, to be honest with you, I don't. I, if, I, the way he catches his shin pads and all that part, I don't know. If I don't, you look at Scotland's um, attacking options here, so you've got Oliver Buck. Lyndon Dykes, Ryan Fraser, Lee Griffiths, Ollie McBurney, Callum Parson, Lauren Shankland. Callum Parson, why is he there? Was he not right back uh, two minutes ago? Aye, but he's converting himself. Yeah, quite right, Callum Parson, when he comes on for Scotland, he's just an outball. It's just Scotland, we get a goal, we set up, we, like we do what Rangers done against uh, Kilmarnock, if you are, we, we get the goal, we sit back, uh, but it just goes long, and it's Callum Patterson, and he wins a lot of free kicks, and opposition have to take up time. Like Scotland, the world beaters, were shithouse today, that's the best we're ever going to be, so play like that. Use Callum Patterson, the guy just throws his body about and wins free kicks. Like, <laughs> he's a clever player, I wouldn't say he's necessarily great, but he's clever. But then I see we love Shankland being added. How does he, how is he in the squad, but Kevin Nisbet can't be? Uh, that's what I don't I understand, know. but... I also, Craig Gordon came back into the squad as well. Um, Craig nah, Gordon, I think, made it place. I think Craig Gordon, especially after that semi-final, I mean, that save for the Kevin Nisbet header, oh, alone shows you Craig Gordon, Gordon still got it. I think Christian Doyle, oh, yeah, of all folks. Yeah, overhead kick, I know, I think it was. I'm just having a look through a Scotland squad. Team of left-backs, isn't it? Aaron Hickey ah, probably in the coming like, years or whatever but you've got Tierney Greg Taylor Andy Robertson Hickey still to come in I mean just a full team of left backs ah, but can he not play, Who? play right back or not? Oh, right I don't play left back I don't see it very often nah uh, so the Scotland team is probably the best it's, it's been in a while I think I think with the quality in there Although the, the although Just the attack are, are a bit poor, but Ali, I'm pretty sure they've been on a good run. Of I will. Uh, what is that? Oh, I can't remember. I think it's it's unbeaten, unbe- unbeaten and eight, not conceding a lot of goals, a lot of goals, and he seems to be playing well as a team. Steve Clark, obviously, is the master of kind of just shit houseery. Like you've seen it at Kilmarnock, he got Kilmarnock to third in the league. God knows how with the squad they had, but he managed it. He seems to get teams overperforming. Scotland set out defensively and they get an odd goal. I think Lyndon Dykes needs to start that game and I think Dykes and Fraser are a good partnership because Dykes does the, the physical work and Fraser does the running. The two of them work well with each other. Nah, but the game with that is a pretty good... And our central... Like, we talk about how good the F-backs are. Our central midfield options are absolutely brilliant as well. Like said, John McGinn, Ryan Jack, Callum McGregor, Scott McTominay. Albeit, like, Steve Clark likes to see him in that defensive line, but... The midfielders we have seem to go under the radar because of how good the left-backs are. Their squad's actually at a pretty good level. Minus maybe the strikers, but their squad, aye, it's probably the best I can remember it. No. Aye, no, definitely. Obviously, I, I don't really take the international breaks well, but I'm trying to put that at the back of my head to now get these two games out of the way. See, mate, if you beat Serbia, that's us in the Euros. It's, it'll be a game next Thursday, Mark your calendar for it. I'm absolutely. I've took a holiday for it. I'm absolutely buzzing. Oh, next Thursday. Next Thursday. I'm at <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I'll I'll catch it in there or something. But I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about then? 
Aye, mate. That's just a quick question before we go. I just want to ask you, Hamilton, lad. Is, uh, obviously, there's a player that's, that's been linked with Rangers, like Rangers fans that seem to want down the line. Uh, is Lewis Ferguson. Just wanted to ask him, because he's a Hamilton fan, he's seen him like, play like, obviously, like, over the season and that. Just wanted to yeah, he never like, actually got a full like season at Hamilton, mate. He came like, through season, you know what I mean? pretty much after Rangers pinched Greg Dockery off us, but he kind of got gradually introduced through the season. Uh, you tell, you could tell straight away he's a player. And yeah. you see that Hamilton, that's our best, where we create best players at centre midfield. You look at James McCarthy, James MacArthur, Greg Dockery. I already didn't work out for him at Rangers. Lewis Ferguson now as well. Uh, I think he only actually got seven league games for us, but he was a good player. Um, dirty rat bastard, though, but a good player. <laughs> Left on a team for a free, refused to sign a new contract. Yeah, hopefully he comes up. Oh, I just thought that she made obviously because he's a player. Thank you, Melinda, for being just. You look at the family like he's got his safe way to operate at some point, isn't he? Nah, Ferguson, hundred percent. <laughs> but it's that's all we had time for, lads. We've went through pretty much ever, didn't we? So, uh, 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 your team's battling the line. I think we just scored actually four now. Four now. Some beautiful goals we scored. Aye, some Jota looks like a player. I'll catch a bit of that. Um, we're done here. But anyway, oh, cheers, Alex. Oh, for coming oh, on. I appreciate your views much. on on Avon. I uh, appreciate it, mate. Uh, and it's been a good episode, lads. So I'll See catch you later, after night. I've enjoyed it. Cheers, Jim. Catch you, Cheers.